Hello and welcome to Just One More Story by George Walters, a weekly podcast where every Friday I share with you one story taken from my collection of many. Never listened before? Not a problem, as every story is unique in its own way. It really doesn't matter what episode you start off with. But I should warn you that some have said my stories are addicting. So with that, let's get started. Hi everyone. Today's story is all about what happens when a young feller changes his lifestyle, so to speak. You know, there is nothing that says a story has to be started from the, at the beginning. Take this story I'm going to tell you today. It actually took place when I was young and in my prime, which I won't elaborate on. Uh, just thinking of how old I am isn't something I want to address at the moment. Now, don't get to thinking I am complaining about getting older as I am not. It's just that when I get to writing certain stories, be it from past years or of today, well, that is the age I become. Kind of neat if you think about it. Anyway, let's get on with a story at hand. It's called Girls. I wrote a story before this one called Changes in Life, which covered different things that took place while I was in transition stage, so to speak, from the country way of life to the city way of life which I will share with you at a later date. The thing is that not all my life was farm-related, far from it, as once I aged a wee bit, my interests changed, as I would suspect happens to most of us. You, would t- you could say it was just something I had to do at the time. Moving forward, it was in the city where I met my very good friend Chad, who I've written a couple stories about, From that day forward, my lifestyle changed dramatically. The first thing I realized was that with city life, there are more people, which means there are more problems. And, well, I sure found my share there for a while. But with as many problems as I had at that time in life, I found that with Chad by my side, him being such a big feller and up on what went on throughout the city, well, it gave me an edge, you might say as he knew where all the great spots were in town. Along with that, not too many gave him any static, and those that did, well, let's just say they very quickly found the error of their way. A couple things he introduced me to right off was where to meet girls, and occasionally have a drink or two, other than Coke. Now, don't get me wrong, neither one of us got into drinking much at that time, as well, for one thing, we couldn't afford it. We also seen what it did to some folks, and we didn't like what we saw. Chad said one time, which got a laugh out of me, I don't smoke, don't drink, don't do drugs. I only have one small problem. I had been known to stretch the truth occasionally. He was right, too. I remember there was a place downtown in Guelph, Ontario, Canada, that served fries, that to this day I haven't found any that could compare. What I did find, though, that if I smothered them with the house gravy, added a wee bit of ketchup, some vinegar, and a salt shaker full of salt, man, I was in for a treat. My mouth still waters thinking about them. We didn't have much money to spare back then, but whenever we did have any, let's just say it would be the first on the list of things to buy other than a bottle of Coca-Cola. Seems Coke back then was a status symbol, as you just didn't feel comfortable, but being without it, 
sitting in a restaurant, something like Tim Horton's coffee today, <laughs> as no matter where you go, there is usually someone walking around with a cup in her hand. I never could figure that out, as a great cup of coffee can be made at home for half the price, or less, but, but who am I to decipher what plays within a person's mind? Anyways, along with having good food, the restaurant that we went to also had a jukebox which was steadily being fed coins and the best of rock and roll was being played at any given time. Like Last Kiss, O'Carroll, actually too many to name. The girls at that time all wore long sexy dresses, usually solid red, green or blue. Later on came the shorter skirts with the checkered or striped look at least from what I remember. Girls of all kinds came there throughout the day, be it a girl with a mind, a girl with an attitude, or a girl with class. They were all there to be reckoned with, and I just did that, thanks to Chad. It seemed to me that the girls liked to swarm around Chad, like bees to honey, wherever he went, and rightly so, as he was a big strapping fellow with good looks to boot. For me, though, a feller fresh off up the farm, not knowing anything about females, well, let's just say I had a lot to learn. But Chad took it all in stride, and you could say he showed me, my, showed me the ropes. Actually, I still don't understand girls, or should say women, but I'm slowly learning. Yes, it was a good time to be alive back when, in spite of not having much of a family. But in one way, I guess I did have a family. I had Chad along with my sisters, which made my life at that time not so bad. I worked when I needed money, played when I had the urge, and had no one telling me what I should or shouldn't do. It was a good way of life, for me at the time, as I wasn't one to be dictated to. I guess the reason I got along so well with most folks was that I had a good upbringing on the farm. Sure, city life was new and exciting, and things were happening around me, sometimes so fast that I couldn't keep up with it all. But, to make things clear, there was never a day that went by that my thoughts weren't drawn back to Reg and Laura, the folks that raised me, as I missed them dearly, along with my old dad. I remember Chad one day asking if I had any extra money, as at that time I was working for a plastering company there in town. I said... It depends on how much you're talking about. Well, I was thinking about $50, as I know a fellow that has a 57 Ford for sale. It's in really good condition, too, with hardly any miles on it. I wrote a story about that car, too, which I'll share sometime. However, I got to thinking about it, as I did have in my mind that it would be nice to own a car, if for nothing else, to take the girls out, out in on Saturday nights. He also knew that none of the fellows I knew at that time had a car, which would definitely give Chad and myself a bit of an advantage when it came to picking up them girls. So, I bought it. And I have to admit that there for a while, Chad, myself, and a few girls steamed up them windows quite a bit. But hey, who didn't back then? Oh, I know. Now you're thinking that girls were the only things on our minds. Well, what can I say other than they were kind of addicting. But after cars came into picture, I would have to say they took second place, at least for a while. As I said, I did buy that 57 Ford that Chad knew about, 
And after that, I don't think there was a night that went by that our car wasn't seen at the old A&W. The A&W wasn't like today, though, as back then you would drive into a parking spot and the girls would run out to serve you, especially us young fellers with cars of our own. Our meals would consist mostly of coney dogs, burgers, and root beer. In the summer, some would even wore roller skates. You could say it was a smorgasbord on wheels, if you get my meaning. Dressed in black leather jackets, hair slicked back. Yes, hair slicked back. It was a thing back then. Truth be told, I usually went through a whole tube of brill cream every other day. That is when I could afford it. If not, good old Vaseline came into the picture. Either way, either way, the hair was always looking mighty fine. Yes, times were good. I had my first decent car, my good friend Chad, and usually a pretty little thing by my side on Saturday nights. What more could a couple of young fellers ask for? What's that you say? Story isn't long enough. Sheesh. Well, all right, here's another short one I wrote a while back. It's, it's a bit different than the one I just told you, but it is, it is girl-related. And listen carefully, especially the ending. You girls sure look pretty this morning. It seems as if though the cold weather works wonders with your complexions. Although, Lisa, you look like you put on a pound or two. I know, Laura's always said that the worst thing a fella can say is to tell someone that they're gaining a bit of, bit too much weight. But she also told me it is a compliment to say to a girl she's pretty. So, I am sorry, Lisa, if I offended you, as the extra weight does make you look more appealing. So what are you girls going to do to be doing today? Myself, I might go fishing once the sun warms things up a bit. Red said that a nice trout supper would be nice. What's that, Janice? You're intimidated by my height. <laughs> well, I guess I could crouch down someone if that would help. I have to admit that I have always been attracted to girls a touch short. I'm not sure why, but something about the shorter ones I like. Oh, by the way, I have also noticed that some of you girls have a lot of red in your eyes. Maybe eye drops what is needed. Now, don't get all upset. I meant nothing regarding your looks. It's just that I'm worried about you. Heck, no matter what I say to you girls, I'm always getting myself into trouble. Which one of you do I like the most? Hmm, that's a loaded question, isn't it? There's six of you. If I pick one over the other, I'm sure to be in more trouble than it's worth. I think I will say that I like you all equally. Although Rosie over there does have a nice warm look about her. No, 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 I like you all the same. One question, though. Why is it that girls like yourselves enjoy using a lot of body language? Is it to show me or others that you all have self-confidence? What does that mean? Hmm. Well, I was told it meant that you're, you are secure in yourself and your abilities. Although, Red G said it was because you girls like to show off a bit and draw attention to yourselves. Whatever the reason, you sure do it well. George, what are you doing out there all this time? I'm just talking to the girls, Laura. Well, st stop chatting to them chickens. They're not girls. Gathered up them eggs. Red wants his breakfast. For the life of me, 
I never saw a boy take such an interest in just a few chickens. Hurry up now. Okay, Laura, I'm coming. That's it for today, folks. But before I go, I would like to mention that all my stories are also available in books. We have seven books to choose from, and each book has over 50 short stories. The titles of the books are One More Story, Moments in Time, Paths We Choose, Times Changing, Keep Turning Pages, Join Me in the Garden, and Nature's Gateway to Health. All of our books are available on Amazon.ca or Amazon.com in ebooks or paperback. If you would like more information regarding my books or podcasts, you can email me at any time at stories at keepingnotes.com. I'll say that one more time, stories at keepingnotes.com. I'll get back to you. You can also listen to my podcasts on Google Play Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, CastBox, The Walters Post, and Google Home. Just say, hey Google, play Just One More Story by George Walters. And if you enjoy my podcast, share them with others or tell a friend. In doing so, it will help me make more podcasts for all to enjoy. And finally, I would like to thank you all for listening. And don't forget to tune in every Friday for a new episode of Just One More Story by George Walters. <laughs>